Bez Hashem, we continue with. Bez Hashem, we continue with. Dershu. Dershu, Mishnah, we're in Aleph, Sif, Beis. Today is Shushan, Purim, Koton. Test of Adar, Aleph, Tashim, Pei, Beis, February 16th, 2022. The Mechavish says, we're we'll discussing here in Sif, Beis, and Gimel about the Churim, Beis, Amidosh. And as an introduction, we are not learning the laws of Tisha B'Av, but rather we're learning the laws of daily living. And the understanding is that every single day of our lives, we have to realize and live with the fact that there's no base of Mikdash. When we can do that every single day, when we come to a Tisha B'Av, you know what's going to happen? We're going to be crying on the floor. But if we only think about it one day a year, we're going to be crying that we have to sit on the floor. Not that we are sitting on the floor because there's no base of Mikdash. And that's what Bayes and Gil will be talking about. Bayes talks about the davening to Hashem. Hamashkim lishchani lefnei bayroi, one who gets up to supplicate in front of his creator. Yechavim lashoyis shemishtanoyis hamishmoris. When should a person get up to supplicate to his creator, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for the fact that there is no base of Mikdash of the Chorim Beis Amidash. So he says, when should a person do this? There are three time periods. There are three time periods based on the Gemara in Brachus Daf Gimel that a person should focus on the the tefillahs of supplicating to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that is Sif Beis. There is no Mishnavrura on Sif Beis. Okay? Based on the Gemara in Brachas, of the night is divided into three sections. We now continue on to Sif Gimel. The Mechaber says as follows. It's a probate for every God-fearing Jew that he should be pained and worried because of the fact that there is a Chorim Beis HaMedosh, the Beis HaMedosh is destroyed. They say of the story, there was a tour guide that was giving a tour to uh, Ethiopians. And he was facing a certain direction. He turns around, he sees they're sitting on the ground. And, and he asked them, what are you sitting on the ground for? So they said, they just came over from Ethiopia. They came to Yushalayim. They had no idea the Beis HaMedosh was destroyed. They had no idea. So what, what, what was their response? Not because the Savior says, now you sit on the ground. Emotionally, they fell to the ground. They were sitting on the ground. They were mourning. And this is something we have to be doing every single day. Says the Mishnah Rura Sif Katan Tess. Number nine in the Mishnah Rura in the English Nabari. Roy Lechol, Yerei Shemayim. Now, I just want to point out, he says Yerei Shemayim. Earlier in Sif Aleph, he told us about the importance of being a God-fearing Jew. He spoke about that, right? Now he's saying, this that you are a God-fearing Jew, you should be focusing on this as well. The Mekubalim discuss the importance of getting up late at night, midnight, to daven to Hashem and supplicate in front of Him because we don't have a base of Middash, and you dive into Hashem to bring back the base of Middash. Now, I want to point out that even though we don't do this, the average person today, 
we have to know what, what's really out there. We have to know what's a level to strive for. So even though we're not going to do it, you have to know how to reach this for the stars. And it's already written down, and you're right, the Kisri Arizal. They have a whole Seder, a whole order of what to do at different times of the night. Chatzois means half. So it doesn't change. It's always, whether it's a long summer night or a short winter night, or a long winter night or a short summer night, it's always 12 hours after half a day. Says the Mishnah, the correct time, the best time to daven to Hashem because of the Chorm Beis Amidash that we want to build Beis Amidash come on to come back is a little before Chatzos and after Chatzos he says Yasek B'Tayra he should learn Tayra of a Soif Halaylo Yivakish Tzrachav and at the end of the night you're Yivakish Tzrachav which means you have your personal requests. And some say this Now I want to just put this in proper perspective of understanding and relating to reality. What does it mean? You go to sleep late at night, you wake up the chatzos. What this means is as follows. Thank you. Now what they mean, it means is like this. That means that they used to go to sleep when the sun sets. So if you think about it, in the winter time, if you're going to sleep. Six o'clock, that's already late. To, to get because sunset is when? Right now, last night. 540. Okay, so let's go. Let's say 630. Okay. 630 is already very dark out. Yeah. Very dark out. So if you're going to sleep 630 to wake up at 12 o'clock, it's not the hardest thing in the world. Right? It's not the end of the world. Now we're gonna see the next few lines that he's gonna say that some opinions explain. That in the summer time, when you go to sleep, when much later, you go to sleep 9:30 if you go to sleep when right to wake up at 12. Well, that's not so practical, and that's why he says some opinions will say that during the summer time, that's not when you get up to say tigin because when you're going to sleep. Now others will say you get up and do it all the time. Okay. So you make me say it earlier when the day starts, when you, right? When you wake up earlier. But then the question is, why is it that Tikkun Hatzot is not? If it's close to sunrise, Yoimar Hamizmayrim Levad, just say the different Mizmayrim, Tehillim, Viedalik, Akinois, and skip the supplications, lamentations. Fine. Now listen to this. Very important. After Tignan Chatzois, what should a person involve himself with? What should he do? Shir Mishnayis Kaidim L'Choldavar, like we said yesterday. Learn Mishnayis. And that's why I said yesterday as well that in organizing the Seder of First Seder Bits Medrash, he says, Shir Mishnayis L'Choldavar. That's why we start with the morning with Mishnayis. And now the Chavetz Chaim says in a different Sefer of his called the Kuti Amorim. That every single Jewish man has an obligation to learn all of Shisha, Sidre, Mishnah, all of Shas Mishnayis. And this, he says, will be one of the questions that will be asked by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That we learn all of Shas Mishnayis. 
according to our capability, according to our understanding. Now, Hashem knows our capability because Hashem created us. But we have to make sure we make the effort, says the Chavetz Chaim, in the Sefer Lekuti Amar and Perikei, to make sure we learn all the Shas Mishnayis. V'yimazacha, he says back inside further, V'yimazacha l'chachmas ha'emes, e'isahi m'sugelas moed, if a person is able to learn Kabbalah, that's the appropriate time to learn Kabbalah. Ha'achreinim kiblu, m'shichvi yadkumi, ha'inu m'shvuas, sh'oim m'shichvi, ha'atishabav sh'oim m'kumi, e'in tzarech l'akum b'layla. The Mepharshim explained that from the time period of Shvuas until Tishabav, you don't have to get up at night to recite Tignum Chatzois. And the word Shikhvi is based on the Pasik in Megillus Rus, which we lay on Shvuas, where it says Shikhvi ad Habaikir, lie, stay with me until the morning. And Kumi is based on the Pasik in Eicha, which says Kumi Reini Balayla. So that's why it's it's a it's a code that from the time of Shikhvi to Kumi, which means Shvuas until Tishabav, which we say we explain is very late. It's very late in the night. You don't have to get up. And some explain from the 15th of Av until the 15th of Iyar, one should get up to say And those who follow the approach of Kabbalah, they say every single day of the year you get up to say Tignum not, Chatzos. Not discussing, of course, Shabbos and Yontif. Now, he says, A group of people that want to say Tignum Chatzos together, you should not tell them no, but Adarab, just Abbas, when you have a group of people doing it together, it's even better. Better to say the Tignum in Shul. As opposed to saying it in the side room next to the shul. Why? The basic Nessus because the shul has even more kedusha. The shul has even more kedusha. You should also try to be of the first ten. Listen to this. Person has to be very careful. Now I want to tell you something. We're now in the beginning, third page of the Mishnah Brura here. Keep track. How many times does the Chavetz Chaim and the Mishnah write the words Tzarech Lizar Mo'oid Mo'oid Have to be very, very careful not to waste your time with idle chatter at night. And he explains here in the Dirshu one of the reasons because what was night created for? So the Gemara says and the Shulchan Aruch passes later on what? Exactly. Lo Ivra Laila Elula Girsa The night time was created for one purpose. Obviously you have to go to sleep because that's we're human beings. But the purpose of night is for learning Torah. The, the reality is people work by day and learn by night. You work to make a living, to put food in your table, but you do this because the goal is to learn. Now, Baruch Hashem, everybody here right now, obviously have the opportunity to also come to learn by day. But he says, don't waste the nights and idle chatter and nonsense because the nighttime was created for learning time. This is also very important. A person who cannot get too, get up too early. Because his nature is on the weaker side. He knows himself. If he gets up too early, he falls even davening. It's better for him to sleep a proper sleep. And what's he teaching us and telling us over here? Don't get up too early if you're going to affect your, your, your service of Hashem later on. 
You're going to lose out what you gain by getting up early. You're going to lose out later on because then you can't concentrate. You can't focus. At the very least, make sure you get up an hour, at least a half an hour before time to go to shul. This way you can clean out your body, make sure to daven properly. With a minion. Then we said in Sif Katin Yud, we're talking about the person should be Meitzer ala Chorban. Rav Avigdor Milozatzal would say, he would say, Two things I'll share with you what he says. The second one first. What's the second one on this piece? That a person should sit on the ground without anybody seeing him. And for a few seconds of the day, a few seconds, sit on the ground and you know you're sitting on the ground because there's a Chorim Beis Mikdash. And you're connecting to the fact that there's no Beis Mikdash. That means today. What's today? Today is Shushan Purim. Cut. For 10 seconds. Go sit on the ground, and if somebody comes into the room, don't tell them what you're doing. That's what he would tell people. Don't tell them what you're doing. And someone says, wait, tell them you're looking for your contact lens. Whatever you want to tell them. Don't lie. So tell you, you're getting up, whatever it is. Don't wear glasses if you're looking for contact lens. That's not going to work, right? <laughs> That's one thing Ramilla would say. Another thing Ramilla would say, I had a friend of mine who answered a Victor Miller. My friend, he told me this story. He says, he's not, he's not understanding the shear. He goes to yeshiva, he's not understanding the shear. Ramilla told him, get eight hours of sleep and then come back to me after you get eight hours of sleep and tell me if you still, still don't understand this year. My friend said he never went back on that discussion. Why? Because he never got eight hours of sleep. <laughs> okay? So, so there's a Yetzirah that says, sleep less. It's not a Yetzirah type sometimes. Even, even if he's doing a voice Hashem, sleep less, but then we can't concentrate well. And we're falling asleep the wrong times. This he, he wasn't concentrating by the Rabbi Shir. So where did Ramil tell him? Sleep more. Your brain will function better and you'll accomplish more. Okay. So we know on Shabbos we say we say Shir Amalus, on Yontif we say Shir Amalus, by Yechasna, by Simchas we say Shir Amalus. When the rest of the year, if you look at your bench, you'll notice it says Al Naharis Bavel. And that's what he says we should be saying, also connecting to the Chorim Beis a whole year round. And once again, the person connects to the Chorim Beis a whole year round, he'll be able to relate to a Tisha B'av. not just the ninth of Av, oh, it's always the summertime, it ruins my vacation time, ah, da, 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 da. I can't go swimming now, whatever. That, 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 that's, that's, an, uh, that's, that's not the attitude. The attitude is, unfortunately, there's no base of Middash here. And he says the last thing, the main thing is to understand what you're saying, and Hashem wants you to have kavan and concentration what you're doing. And this is a nice segue to Sif Dalit, where he tells us in Sif Dalit, as an, as an overview first, that it's better to say less with more concentration than to say more with less concentration. And he says as follows. It's based on the Gemara and Chulin. He brings here from the Torah. It's better to say less supplications with concentration as opposed to more 
and the person's mind is uh, flying around somewhere else. <coughs> Says the Mishmur Sef Katan Yud Beis, Bolay Tavano, Avo Im Hamarba Kivin Gamkin. But if you could say a lot with concentration, obviously Hamarba Tov Yoiser, we're number twelve in the bottom in the English. And if you can have Tavano concentration to say a lot, that's even better. And the person who's saying less, something's out of his control because he has to leave earlier, whatever it might be. He can't say it longer. Or he evaluates in himself that if he has longer davening, he won't be able to concentrate. And what he's referring to is that some people, if they say it longer, they, they will call it drag it out, they won't be able to focus. They say over the story with, with um, I think it's either the Rabbit Shavu or Chaim Brisker, whose brains were lightning fast, like like lightning bolts. And they would ask them, they, they said, before the, the Rav finishes Shmona Esrei and takes his three steps back, can he wait a little? Because the, the Chazan starts right away as soon as the Rav is finished. But the Tzibur, they're not ready, they're, they, they, don't, they can't think so fast. So his response was, oh, I should wait longer? He was already waiting. <laughs> he thought he waited a few more seconds after he finished, he took it three steps back. Oh, no problem, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll wait longer. Right? Now that's what he's saying here. Sometimes, sometimes a person needs to go slower. And then you can concentrate. Sometimes a person goes too slow, his mind starts wandering. Each person according to who he is. That's how it has to work. That's how she made us. <clears throat> Then in that case, say less, and then say, oh, Rabbi uh, can you pick up the screen and drop? Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Thank you. So a person who's saying less, a person who's saying less, but he's saying with kavana is viewed in front of Hashem, he's doing as, as best as he can, is, is viewed in front of Hashem, like a person who's saying a lot with Kavana also. On this we learn, where the person does a lot, where the person does a little, the main goal is to have Kavana and focus that I'm doing this for Hashem. I'm doing this for Hashem. So to regards to learning Torah the same as well. Everything in front of Hashem. Hashem wants to know one thing. Hashem wants to know one thing. What's the one thing Hashem wants to know? Are you putting in as much effort as you can? Am I giving in my all? That's what Hashem wants to know. Am I putting in 110%? That's what Hashem wants to know. And if you are, great. You learn one block tomorrow. Or you learn 10 black Gemara. I, I, I think I told you when I was in Lakewood a few months ago, I met a friend of mine from Yeshiva. I asked him, what are you, what are you learning these days? So he, he didn't want to tell me at first. I, and I'll tell you why, you see afterwards. He was trying to like be humble about it and not and to hide what he was doing. So he said, I'm not learning with the Yeshiva. Now Yeshivas usually learn slower. I said, oh, you're learning a little faster. So so as we're waiting online to say good Shabbos to the Rav, basically it came out from him. I had to like... I heard something was, I felt something was going. You ready for this? He learned seven blot. Seven blot a day. He's a few years younger. 
Seven blotted day. I'm thinking, what am I doing with my life? This man's learning a seven blotted day. He said, he spoke to Rechaim Kinyeski. He's learning seven blotted day. And that was one Seder. Like, one, like the first Seder in the morning. Wow. Okay, fine. Now, if you if you can learn five lines in the in three hours also, and that's all your koichis you put into it, when you get up to Shemayim, Hashem says, you're even Stephen up here. Even Stephen, all the same. Because I gave everybody the koichis. The person was about tired, he has ability to learn better. Better not to say all of the philos, we'll call the extra tears, doesn't mean to skip suka to zimra. Things a little after davening or before davening. Better to learn taira as opposed to say all of these other, I'll call it extra credit supplications. You hear this now also? Person has to make sure to learn Musa every single day, which is also what we Baruch Hashem do here. Every single day, the Chazanish says, you don't learn Musa, you're like you're stuck in the mud. You know, you know what happens when you go in the mud and you start walking around the house? You, get, you track the mud everywhere, and the person doesn't even realize he's doing this. So take a look at the last line on the page, right over here. Last line on the page, over here on the bottom. The Sharetzim says, He brings it from the Chayadam and the Berki Yosef, that even though we said earlier above the importance of learning Mishnayis every single day, Musr is even more important. Why? Why is Musr even more important? Because the person learns Musr, and he's going to learn, and that's what they asked the Rasulah, the Rasulah the person says, I, Rebbe, I only have five minutes to learn a day. Only five minutes a day. What should I learn? Gemara is the most important. Chumish, Navi, Halach. I have to know Halach. Says Rebbe Salanta, you learn five minutes a day, learn Musr. Because if you learn Musr for five minutes a day, you realize you have more time to learn. You're going to make sure you have more time to learn. And that's what the Mishra is bringing down here in the Sharat Sion on the bottom of the page. Because a person who's, who's even... As a bigger Yitzhahara, so he has to follow suit with with making sure that he thank you for coming. That he um, learns the Musr to to combat the Yitzhahara. Let's now continue with the Mechabi here in Sif Hay on the top of the page. The Khabir says, Toiv Loimar, it's appropriate to say, Pajas Akeda, or Pajas Haman, the not, it's not Haman by the way, it's Haman, okay. Okay. Now, it's probably to say all of these things. Now, just remember, he also said a minute ago that if you are a what? A Baal Ben Taira, and you're able to learn, then a lot of what we just said, we'll call it extra credit. Now, it's very important, and we're going to explain in the Mishra why you should be saying this and what they represent. But if a person can be learning more Shnayis, or learning the Kuzari, whatever he might be, right? I said to you, okay? Whatever it might be, so then he should be doing that. Haga v'dafka b'yachid mutu loimar aseres adibros v'chol yaim aval aser lo'amram b'tzibor. Now, in regards to, in regards to the aseres adibros, it's based on the Gemara, they wanted to incorporate to say aseres adibros every single day. That should be part of the official davening. So, 
the Ramah is commenting it's only an individual could say it privately. That's Sarah Sedibus. But you cannot say it Bitsibur publicly. And the concern was that people will say that is the Torah and nothing else. That's what people might have said. Therefore, it can be said privately but not by everybody. Says the Mishra Sifkat in Yudgim of Parashas Akedah, Kaidim Parashas Akarbonus, is to say the Parashas Akedah, meaning Akedah Sitzchot, right? Before the Karbonus. V'yachol Laimar, Parashas Akedah, Parashas Haman, Afil B'Shabbos. You can say Parashas Akedah and Parashas Haman, even on the Shabbos. Now, Parashas Haman talks about Parnassah. So, so one might think you can't say Parashas Haman on on Shabbos. That he says, no, you can't. Now, this is very important. It's not just to say the words. You should contemplate and understand what you're saying and recognize the wonders of Hashem. This is what it says in the Gemara. The Gemara in Baruch says, whoever says Ashe three times a day, Tehillah L'David is Ashe. You say Ashe three times a day is a, is a promise you're going to go to Olam Haba. That's great. So I'll say Ashe three times a day, I'm going to Olam Haba. That's not how it works. He says, that's not the Pshat. There's no easy past. You know, this generation, you just go through the 55 miles an hour easy pass and you're good to go. No more waiting on the line in the toll booth, right? There's no easy pass to Olam Haba. Ah, it sounds like an easy pass. No, so says the Mishwad. What that means is you have to misbinding. Listen what the words say, and if you listen to the words of Ashi, what they say, and you incorporate what the words mean into your life, it's telling you the words of Ashri, how to live your life as a Jew. Once you do that, you incorporate how to live your life as a Jew, that's why it's Aftacha. If three times a day you're reminding yourself, Ashrei, Yoishvei, Veisecha, which base, base, fortune is the one who sits in his house. Which house? The house of Hashem, in the base Medrash. What does he do there? He learns Torah. So of course, that's why he's Ben Oilam Haba. Right? Okay. So too over here, it's not just saying the words, it's understanding what you're saying. The Tamla Mirah calls that the reason for all this, now he's explaining what, why the Mechavah says that we should say all of these different things, and etc. That we want to arouse the merits of the Ovitz HaKadoshim every single day. Also to humble our Yitzchah. That what did Yitzchavino do? He gave over his life to serve Hashem. Literally. Literally, to give our life. So we should do the same. Give, don't do run after our own tigers and desires. You know, sometimes you find a little kid. You know, I know somebody that literally got his hand stuck in the cookie jar. He got, he got, a, little, a little boy. He got his hand caught, stuck, he got caught red-handed. He couldn't get it out. I think they had to break the cookie jar. Okay? Sometimes people have very big sweet tooth and, and they push it, you know, little children, you know? Right? And so... We look at them like, oh, you can't control yourself. We have to look ourselves in the mirror. Yitzchak Vinu said, I'm going to give all of my physical, physical pleasures over to serve Hashem. That's what we say, Parshish Akeda, to, to do the same, to emphasize the same to ourselves, to serve Hashem the proper way. Parshish Haman Kedesh Yamin Shekom Zunayisov Shabboin Bashgoch Protis. Why do we say Parshish Haman? To emphasize to ourselves. To inculcate this reality that all of Pinoza comes from Hashem. When it came to the man, no one took more, no one took less. To come to show 
that you, if you work harder and longer hours and you're not going to learn Torah, you're not going to make more money. You might think you make more money because you get a bigger check at the end of the week, a week a month, and then the person has bigger expenses. Yushalmi says, whoever says Parshas Haman, he will not have a problem with his with his food, with his Parnasa. Why would they say Aserah Sedibris? Remember and to strengthen our belief in HaKadosh Baruch Whoever is involved and recites the Parshish Chatos, the Karbonus, it's as if he brought the Karbonus. Now, it's important to note, and the Chavetz Chaim points this out in other swarm of his, that when, and the Alma Farshim do basically, that it's not just to read the words of the Karbonus, but it's to understand what the Karbonus mean. When you understand what the carbonus mean, and you bring the car, and then you recite the carbonus, then it's as if you mamish brought the carbonus. Let's just conclude the page with three, two and a half more lines. Ushlam of Wadin Pashas Taida, so to say Pashas Taida, the Gam He Bechlau Shlam is also part of Shlam, but Acha Oilo Ushlam Betoida, Yoyam Pashas Nesachim, then you say Pashas Nesachim, he ain't Zevach below Nesachim because you don't have a carbon without the libations. Avochatas Vashem ain't Tom Nesachim. But the chatos, kama chatos, and kama oshim do not require nesachim. The chatos, ayin b'mogin avram, shekosav, ingredeya, shenishayiv chatos. A person knows that he did not vera, that he had to bring a kama chatos for. Yoyimer parshas chatos. Kaidim first day parshas chatos. And divishal poisim like mashukein. However, other poisim don't say it like this. And just to recap, what we learned over here, we discussed the importance of supplicating to Hashem, alchor and beis hamikdash and the galus and the tzaros. And then we discussed the time period that one should be doing this, be made, sir, and the concern for the basis of Midrash that is destroyed. And then we mentioned the importance of learning Mishnayis, as well as learning Musr. And we also mentioned the importance of sleeping properly, so we should have strength not to fall asleep during the working hours of davening and learning to serve Hashem. He says, getting up too early, your lack of sleep is going to affect your service of Hashem. You're losing out more than you're gaining. Then he, we spoke about um, whether you have less, you say less, but with more kavana is better than saying a lot with with uh, less kavana. And then we ended off with the importance of saying the parshas akeid, the parshas haman, and we explained the reasons behind all of them. And Mr. Shem, we continue next year with sif vav. Uh, actually, we have sif kadon tesvav zai next next uh, tomorrow uh, to finish off sif hey. We'll stop here.